A lot of us are going through a lot of things, feeling like there's no way we're going to find a solution. It can feel overwhelming. It can feel like we're alone. And it can feel like the sadness is never going to end. It, it almost feels like, hey, at least if I knew there was a solution, this was going to end, I could hold on until then. But because I don't even know when this pain and difficulty is going to stop, it feels like, will it ever stop? And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk exactly about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to do for you, already is doing for you, to help you get out of any problem. Let's go. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you once or twice a week to talk to you about all the things that you guys ask me to talk about. Many sisters give me DMs on Instagram. I use this to create this podcast. This is literally the voice of everything you're thinking about, wishing somebody would give you advice on and just kind of get a leg up on how to be a Muslim in a modern day world without compromising your dean. And that's what we're all about here at Mindful Muslim. Now, I just want to say too, shout out to all the women in Thrive who have been amazing and to the mentorship team. Um, as you guys know, we have been just onboarding women into the mentorship program so that they can start when it does October 1st. So excited to be with so many of you women. So excited to be with all the new women that came into Thrive and will be obviously thriving with us. Inshallah, Bizn Ta'ala, working on all your personal stuff. Um, thank you so much for entrusting us with this journey. And I can't wait to connect with each one of you personally. Now, today we're going to talk really quick. I told you I put another podcast in here this week, just about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can guide us out of any problem. Sometimes, like I mentioned, our problems can feel huge. And subhanAllah, the thing is, nothing is too big for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And the thing I wanted to share with you is something that um, was shared with me a long time ago, which is a hadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him, which is that um, every calamity, no calamity strikes um, that wasn't meant to hit you. No calamity strikes that wasn't meant to hit you. Every Thing happens within Allah's time, right? Never would it happen except by the permission of Allah. So we want to put in our mind that whatever is happening to us is a hundred percent meant to happen. It's like the arrow that doesn't miss. Now, I mentioned in Instagram, I think a week or so ago, that a lot of us feel overwhelmed, like we're buried in our problems. I just want to imagine just like you and like a big mound of heavy, heavy dirt. Like I am buried in whatever it is I'm going on. But I encouraged you to do something else. I encourage you to think about your problem differently. Because in fact, you're not buried. You've been planted. And I talked about this concept in there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your problem has planted you in the most perfect environment for you to rise up and thrive. Now, here's the thing. People are either going to respond one way or the other. Actually, shall I say, if you listen on the podcast, we use the word respond and react a lot because that's really important. I spent the first half of my life reacting, <laughs> reacting to everything. As you guys know, I had a really horrible marriage because my parents didn't Islamically, or they weren't, they didn't have the tools um, to show me how to get married the Islamic way. So I had a lot of suffering. Um, and then alhamdulillah, uh, during the marriage, then after the marriage, I was a single mom for a while, grinding, you know, just trying to survive, finish my degree, work, pay attention to the kids, exhausted. I think I remember one day in particular, I had, I'd been living on three hours of sleep and I just ended up 
driving off the road. And alhamdulillah, you know, like they had those construction cones or barrels. I, I, I knocked into one of them and that woke me up before I hit the wall. And so subhanAllah, so many of us were pushed to our limits on so many levels. I've been there and I totally get you. And at the same time, what I didn't know is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was, he was just molding me into who I am today. And had I not gone through that difficulty, and I know as cliche as that sounds, it's really true. I had to be, you know, they say like trial by fire. That was it. It was horrible. It was just me not knowing, you know, where my next meal is going to come from for my kids or me not knowing if I could pay, you know, the bills or, you know, feeling like such a bad mom because I had to work double shifts to try to get them through. And mind you, it was just the way life was. And, and so that was just for a season. And so I want to invite you to a couple things in this podcast, a quick reminders this week for you. You haven't been buried, you've been planted. Whatever you're going through, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set up the perfect ecosystem, the perfect environment for you to respond properly. Because you could respond, like I said, or you could react. I spent a lot of time reacting. So back in the day, you know, I told you I was going through all that. I was grinding. Well, guess what? I did not handle that well. I didn't, like, if I could look back to myself, I was like, oh, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't good. So I would spend my time crying. I wasn't like, oh, you know, I got to do this. Let me push on through. No, I was crying. I was crying. I was depressed. I was feeling like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I was confused. I felt like nothing was working. Yeah, you feel that? I, I feel you too. Like that was me. But that was me reacting. And because I was reacting to every emotional thing that was happening to me, it was just so horrible every day to wake up to that problem, knowing it was still there when I went to sleep the night before. You know, I totally understand you if that's what you're going through. But let me tell you what I've learned so you could hopefully have it a lot easier than me. That's why I do this podcast. I'm like the big khala, like one sister said in the, in the review in the, the last time, the big auntie, because I didn't have one. I just suffered, right? And we talked in the podcast before about there's pain and there's suffering and how pain is just, it's going to happen. It's just life, you know, the Quran says it. But we want to respond to it, not react to it. Because when we react to it, we just draw it out. We just make it longer and more hurtful. Now, a lot of you guys know we're about to do a free book club, and I picked this book, Don't Be Sad, one, because it's a classic, total classic, and out of me, it's a classic. Everybody reads these, okay? And at the same time, at the same time, so many of us are like sad, depressed, anxious. So it just had cute little pick-me-ups on how you can respond instead of react. So if you're not already in that free book club and you want to sit and just have like beautiful pick-me-ups like in addition to this podcast, then please feel free. I'll put the link below. I want to see you with this. I think it's like Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But I didn't have all that back then. I didn't have a mom to help me Islamically. Like she helped me with a lot, but just not Islamically, you know? And so for that reason, I went through a lot. My, my marriage, I suffered. When I was a single mom, I suffered. Even when I was in university, see, my university journey was during a marriage um, and then during a divorce. So <laughs> my university wasn't like me sitting at home in my parents' house. So that's why, like, I was, it was, it was rough and I'm working and two, three jobs. And so um, we need to learn how to react instead of, um, excuse me, respond instead of react. And that happens 
initially when you start something first. So what I want you to walk away in this podcast today is where to start. I know it's not the end of it for you. I know with the, for example, with the mentorship women that are in the mentorship program, we're going to be going even further into like helping them get to the root of how to get control of their day. Because to get control of your day is to get control of your life, right? But a step before that, if I could kind of announce it on the podcast here, is really mindset. I didn't understand the power of that. So back in the day when I was going through all that drama, I didn't understand that if I couldn't get control of those thoughts and the thoughts led to the emotions I felt and the emotions I felt definitely drove my behavior. And some of it was destructive because I didn't know how to manage it right? So thoughts to emotions to behavior. And that's so much of what the Prophet, peace be upon him, teaches us. And so we're trying to go back. And you know, the Quran is just constant reminders about being positive, thinking patiently. And, and people get it. Muslims get it. But they're just like, yeah, but how do I do that? Okay, so let me start, start you off. Here's where you start. You start with noticing what I just mentioned. You haven't been buried. You've been planted. Everything is working for you, not against you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is setting you up in some type of situation right now to break up from a relationship, to, to get laid off from work, like whatever it is, so you could thrive. I was thrown into mindful Muslima. I was not quite ready. I knew I wanted to do this for the rest of my life. This is my passion. I love our women. I know our women deserve so much more and are not given it. And I'm here pouring my heart out to you guys between here and all the free classes and courses and mentorships. And like, I'm making it for you guys because I care. But at the same time, like, Back then, I didn't know trial by fire was to set me up for this moment where now I have so much to help women with and share. Like, yeah, okay, I actually went to college and got degrees and have a professional background. But I mean, the emotional aspect of what I went through is probably more priceless than that degree or those degrees. Can I be honest? Like life experience is so expensive compared to sitting in a, in a university and reading from books. Come on, how much have you guys learned, every single one of you, from just going through something, right? Like pregnancy, right? You're like, oh my gosh, pregnancy, what's that? Then you have a baby and you're like, oh, that experience is priceless. You could not read that in a book in Barnes and Nobles, all right? That had to come through the pain of nine months. And now you're like, oh, check, I know what that is. And if you haven't been pregnant yet, you'll you'll get there, <laughs> inshallah, you know, inshallah. Um, alhamdulillah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's like when you're stuck in a calamity, you need to hold on to your iman. And that starts with getting a hold of your thoughts. So it starts with, like I said, you're not buried, you're planted. The first step is to shift your mindset and stop believing what you're going through is horrible. You're like, but it is, but it is horrible. I know it's, I'm not, I'm not negating. I'm not minimizing. Bear with me. Stay with me here. I'm talking about it's for you. It's meant for you in a good way. You can't see it now. You don't know the ghaib, but it is. I can attest to that. And I don't even know every single sister listening, but I know in my life, every time something horrible came. So like, for example, when I came back from Saudi, it was like such a nightmare. It was such a beautiful experience. And at the same time, it was like, bam, 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 bam. Like Allah was testing my resolve. He's like, oh, you came back 
better off? <laughs> Let's see if that's really true, right? So it was like one thing after another, like my computer crashes, losing everything. And when I work as hard as I do and I have so many files, I mean, thankfully, I back them up constantly because I've learned my lesson. But, you know, still the whole thing of like an entire device that you use day in and day out. Um, he's like, yeah, that's gone. Just broken. And it was fairly new. So I'm investigating working on that. But that was difficult. Then I have an issue with my car and my car breaking down and something else getting smashed on my car. And then I return and there was an issue with the bank and this thing happened. And so it's like, then I got these letters that were a great surprise about all this messed up situation I have. And it was just, <laughs> I was like, all right, bring it on. <laughs> and I thought of the response of the prophet, peace be upon him, when he would go through trials. And that's what I want to share with you today. He would say, if this is a punishment from you, then I deserve it because you're most just and I accept it. Like you can't be mad at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you did something and then you deserve it, right? He said, if it is a punishment, I deserve it and I, and I trust you, you're most just. And I know that if I respond to it well, I'm only going to get rewarded anyway, right? Like imagine a punishment, you're going to get rewarded. Allah's going to give you brownie points on the other side. Like no one else is that generous, subhanAllah who you've wronged. I've wronged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have done something horrific, disgusting to him. Let's pretend I'm doing these things. And he says, you know what? Now it's time to get a repercussion for that. Right, kids? Right? Don't we tell them, oh, you didn't do your homework, so now you lose device time. Oh, you know, you didn't clean up your room, so now you can't go to your party or whatever. I mean, like, life is full of consequences. I run a red light, I get a ticket. Like, that's fair. Like, we don't like it. <laughs> We're like, no, I don't want to deal with that. But, like, if we could be real for a minute, like, that is fair, right? So the prophet, peace be upon him, is like, these, these situations could even be unjust, but you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you decide a thing, it is always just. You're al-adl, you're always just. Allah is so beautiful to us. He's like, you know what? Not only am I going to be just in my repercussion, but I'm actually going to reward you if you just respond to it well with patience. So we're like, ah, oh, you know? So the Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, you know, if it's a punishment, I deserve it, and, I, and, I, and I'm just only going to get reward. However, if it's a test, then then." Only increase it because, again, I know it'll only bring me reward. So here's the thing. That is now my new life approach to everything. As soon as it comes, I take a deep breath. I blow out. Okay. Bismillah, alhamdulillah. And if I start to think any negative thoughts, okay, that's my new response. And, you know, after that, I just move into uh, dua. Ya Allah. Help me to think well of this situation and see the good in it, even though I don't understand it all right now. Help me to bear patience and lead me to the people who can help me to resolve it. And you know, there's all these da'a in the fortress of the Muslim you can read about all your situations. Don't forget to say your adhkar in the morning when you're like asking Allah to protect you from all these situations. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wants you to know that the time to hold on to your iman is not when things are easy. It's when things are hard. It's when things are hard. You know, we have to revisit the ayat of Quran on these things. We have to revisit the da'a. I'm only here as a reminder today to tell you the first step to solving your problems because Allah can solve them is stop seeing them as problems. That's hard. I know it. I'm not even going to pretend it's not. But the minute you do, whoop, it is liberating. I now see my problems as problems. I don't see them as problems anymore. That took me a while. It took me practice. I'm not like, not like I did it yesterday, right? 
Like, but it, it is liberating. I now am able to pause after a traumatic event and go and center myself, bring myself back. Now, this is something we teach. Actually, I teach this regularly. A lot of you guys have been in our emotions course. I teach this all the time. Um, and a lot of people keep asking me, how can they learn how to do this? First of all, anyone can do it. It's a skill set. Second of all, it is, um, how do I say this? It is not usually taught to us by birth. A lot of this stuff is just understanding your biology. Like, look, we're in this body, right? You have your arms, your legs. You're like, how do we not know how to use them? And you're like, what? I obviously know how to use my hands. No, no, no. Not to full capacity. You don't know how to use your brain to full capacity. You don't know how to use your energy and your thought and your focus. No, no, no. We're not taught these skills. So what happens is when you understand how your body works, then you also understand how your body's working against you because it's usually working against you. That's why you can't get anything done on your to-do list. That's why you're constantly procrastinating. That's why you're constantly feeling like garbage and can't stop thinking negative thoughts. That's because your body's working against you. But the minute you learn how to not let it do that, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's not happening today. And get it back. That's when you're, you change your life. Like for me, it was, it was about learning how to do those things and then saying, okay, now that I know how to do them, let's start practicing on what that looks like in the moment when I feel horrible. Cause it's one thing to do it like, oh, I'm gonna learn about it when I feel good. Um, but it, a lot of people come to us at their last leg. They're falling apart. Even, even sometimes when they contact us, you know, we have customer service, they're just like really agitated. And I have to tell my customer service team, look, they're in an emotionally sensitive state. They're going to say things to you they probably don't mean. And they have. And, and later they've apologized. They've come in like, guys, I was really crazy. I'm so sorry. I was going through this. But then after I learned all the stuff you told me, I realized that. And like, thank you so much. And I'm so sorry for that. And so that's cool. You know, we're all, I was there many times. But here's the thing. Like, because it's something that you're born with, your body's going to work against you. If you don't stop it, it doesn't stop on its own. If that's the biggest lesson you take away from today, I want you to know you can control your mindset. But if you choose not to learn how to do that, and it's not a big thing to learn. It's not like, a, like oh, it takes so long. Like, it's not. And if you choose not to learn that, then that's just going to keep happening. So your first place to start is to change the way you think about your problems. Learn how to think better if you can. You know, you're welcome to reach out to us. We have an entire team. We have an entire website. We have tons of free resources. We have a lot. www.mindful-muslima.com. We've got tons. But you have to look at your problems that they're not problems. They're there for you to thrive. You're not buried. You're planted. All right? Love y'all for the sake of Allah. This was our beautiful reminder this week. Hoping to send you off into an amazing, amazing weekend. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.